Okay, I did press record. It just didn't record because there wasn't no, a there memory was card. No, the second time that you didn't press record. Well, look, see, again, this that is... That was semi-recently. Semi-recently, and this is why we're, we work as a team here. Like in the military, you may know how to put your gear on, but you have your buddy check you over. So there's a card in there. There's a card. We're ready to go. Oh, wait, no, it's actually blue. That's not recording. <laughs> it's recording. Welcome You're to supposed the ch- to know how to do your own job, well, look, it's not an expectation. This is a semi-professional environment. I'm good at my job job. I am okay at my quasi-job. That makes no money yet. That makes That's no money yet. Hey, listen, I like that. Or ad- probably ever. No, no, I like the first attitude. Let's... Uh, <laughs> it's stuck under the thing. you got to whip it out. There you go. That's what she said. Bow chicka bow wow. Well, you're a good um audio engineer, but marketing... Is not my strong suit, and look, you know, this is. Did some you ever put the video up on YouTube? On YouTube, I put it up on Facebook. So you did not put the video on YouTube. Okay, well, I'll double check that and see what's going on with it. I think I put. No, no, I, you know, it's up on YouTube. It is, it is up on YouTube. But we'll learn marketing over time. We will. We will. Just as you learned how to market a, a wrestling show, we will learn how to market a podcast. We never really learned how to market a wrestling. That's true. What? We're yeah. about like twenty-five percent of the way there. It was catch as yeah. catch can. So, let's talk not news. <laughs> it's no. been it's been an interesting past few days. Few days. Yes, but I, I just w- want to say yeah. the priest in front of the Vons. This is I like, was not expecting that was that was something out of a TV show right there. We were watching that stream of them like looting one of the Vonses, and and then it just pans over, and there's a priest on his knees praying in the most uncomfortable place you can kneel on those bumps. Yeah. Sitting there like Jesus, man. And then later on, he's over by the car fire, and we're starting to think, <laughs> wait, this guy might just be Satan he's in disguise. Causing it. <laughs> he's causing the, all the destruction and mayhem. Yeah. Like, no, but it, it turns out he's his name is Father Travis. He's from one of the local churches in La Mesa, and he's apparently. Very, very nice person. Oh, yeah. It was just very unexpected. Given, given the and context, yeah. Shocking. We didn't know exactly how to process it given the context. I think it was uh, <clears throat> Jonah Hill was visiting San Diego. Yeah. And he had a priest outfit and he just put it on and it well, just yeah. got he's, into character. He just, he just got off a, off a movie set. Yeah. It was like it was like that with a movie Drive where Ryan Gosling is dressed as a cop for a minute. You're like, wait, what's going on? And then he's like, oh, he's in a movie. Okay. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, we're shooting a uh, bad priest number two over there. We, yeah, I, I, but I saw those the uh, I saw the protesters around those Vons vans, and I was just thinking, I think those are gonna get set on fire. And they yeah. did. And they, I mean, they you, weren't. You can't tell me there hasn't been at least one time in all of the years you've been working as a food delivery person, yeah. you haven't thought. I would set this bitch on fire. Oh, yeah. Every now and then I'm just like, no, I'm just going to. I would just like sit there and just take off the parking brake, put it in neutral, just really roll down a hill. <laughs> it's like, well, just watch it flick. Because th- then you set on fire. Like, I don't know what happened. It just it. I do I dove out. It was like a movie. I took I did the tuck and roll. And then it just rolled off the hill and burned. Oh, God. I, is, this, is this something I should be saying into a microphone? No, probably not. Now uh, you're culpable. Just, I've got some words. Oh, you have words for us, for us in these times. In, the, in these times, Aruba, Jamaica, 
Oh, I wanna take a Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego. Baby, why don't we go? And we'll get Jamaica. there. Oh, sorry. I, no, I got that wrong. Sorry. Wait. Jamaica. Cocoa Down in Cocoa Oh yeah, yeah. You saw the first episode of, uh, of <laughs> yeah. We saw we, that. We've watched several episodes Space of Space Force? Force at this point. I I did like that. That was a that was a that was a fun uh, that was a fun show. Honestly, it's funny how they uh, they keep the gimmick of him singing like kind of unlikely songs for yeah. a general to sing or whatever <laughs> throughout the show. Yeah, he's <laughs> for when he's under incredible extreme stress and anxiety. <laughs> It, it really, see, and it's it's got the style of a um of a of a sitcom you see on NBC, but it's it's got the F word in it, so it really makes a lot more sense when he sees like the the. Did you see the the? Oh yeah, you were there for the uh the Chinese satellite taking out their satellite. Mm-hmm. So you, it it, it, would ma- it makes a lot more sense for him to yell motherfucker instead, of be like, oh no, this is unfortunate. I really yeah. <coughs> pretty uh pretty good comedy in that show. I think. I think I it's. Mean, uh, I think it's a pretty good show. John Malkovich is probably the enti- the highlight of the entire show. Oh yeah, he's because he's just got that dry, so dry humor, and he's so slow and measured yeah. in the way that he says things. And you're like, half of you is like, "Will you hurry the fuck up?" And you're just like, the other half is like, "Holy fuck, this is ridiculously hilarious." Yeah, he doesn't say much in that show, but when he does, he. He, he does. He, he takes his time he, saying it. He, he, he really becomes, disparagingly. He, usually, he says like all of the. Uh, all, he's like he's the best Olive Garden customer. Is that what, that was a bit he did, right? The the most perturbed Olive Garden customer. I don't remember. I don't know that I've seen that. It's something like that. He, he just whenever he has a problem and he has to explain to you what's going on, it is this weird mix of frustration, condescension, and uh, I I don't know. I was like, so what 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 else? And cadence. <laughs> Yeah, he has a cadence. Yeah, and I think that's that was one of the things we talked about a while ago. That comedy is some of comedy is is a cadence. True. Yeah. So and he tapped into that. I think one of the funny, but back to the uh, satellite. I thought that scene was funny because there's a lot of things that for me made that funny. One, yeah. he's looking at it through a, a telescope, the telescope, right? Right? and it's and incredibly it's like super clear, in. so clear. <laughs> like you wouldn't be able to see that detail on that kind of telescope. No, you would absolutely even like a big telescope. It would be kind of it wouldn't be that sharp. It would be oh, a little no. bit blurry. Yep. And then um, <clears throat> the fact that the Chinese satellite was like four times bigger than the oh, yeah. American satellite. It pull, just pulls up like like doing a drive. Yeah, like by. completely Surgical physically precision. physically impossible. Almost. Oh yeah. It come <laughs> it drives up like it's a vehicle. <laughs> yeah. And then it like it just like. Um, like snips off the snips off the, the solar panels, the solar panels. Like with surgical precision. And I think the funniest part is, bef- like, right when it took off, as soon as it took off, it shoots the, the net sh- out. The net thing. <laughs> it's last ditch effort to try to like catch the other satellite, yeah. like, but nope. like the net is like way too small way too fucking s- <laughs> for this giant satellite that it's should be. And you think they'd have spotted something that large in the sky? <laughs> yeah, I know. Before that, aren't there like alarm systems and shit on satellites where it's like. Oh, military ones! Alert! I bet. There's something coming. Oh yeah, I bet military ones. They got like proximity alerts. And uh, I think that's a good um, analogy for like kind of war games and these cold wars that we have with like Russia and China. It's like we really don't know what they have until we go out there and we just like start putting satellites and stuff out there. We yeah. really don't know what we're 
prepared for. Right. Uh, at I least, at least, Space Force didn't. I don't know about the actual government, but at least Space Force. Yeah. Well, they're probably maybe halfway as inept. In, some in this universe, yeah. Space Force is really well, it, inept. It, it, it's, it's like it's you know what it's like. It's what? like Police Academy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, the real thing is like yeah, this like literally yeah, the space is part of Chinese military doctrine. So it does. It is good that we have this, this uh, uh, eye towards it. But it's also. You, I think the Air Force would normally just be that thing. Yeah. Well, Space Force is a. I think Space Force is a good thing to have. I mean, the most realistic part of the entire show is how everyone shits on the Coast Guard. Yeah, that's that's also Honestly. very very true. I'm not sure if that happens within the military. I was gonna ask someone. Uh, Sometimes yes, other times no. Like if you have to work with people, like the the Coast Guard can be very skilled on certain on, on certain things. Honestly, like um, like their their helicopter rescue, uh, their um, some of their gunners are phenomenal. Like they were talking about some war games they did with the Sea Whiz, and they were just drilling the targets, like with the free, with the joystick. I mean, they were into they were integral with. Like World War Two, weren't they? Yeah, oh yeah, because you need that that close protection. How are the merchant marines connected to all of it? Uh, I think that's more of a quasi. Uh, my my understanding of it is kind of a quasi military thing because you 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 move cargo, but it's you, but you're not like an armed military force. Okay. So it's part of your supply lines, kind of. Yeah. So I mean, I I do know that some of the Coast Guard um, have received like major commendations during wartime so yeah um they're not you know like like you said they're not totally worthless yeah you know obviously they they do all the things on our coasts um but they still get majorly shit on by the rest of the they're like oh it's the little little bitch of the military basically so i have a question yeah police academy okay (laughs) i don't want this might circle back into oh Hey, uh, you my hit yourself with You're the microphone. You're not supposed to hit your face on it. I hit my tooth on the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> that sounded notably... Why was your tooth, tooth out? Because <laughs> I was talking. Uh, he he like, really uh, gets... Have you noticed that he bears his fangs at the <laughs> microphone? He, he talks with fervor. So, the premise of Police Academy, we watched that recently. Oh, yeah? And this is the premise of Police Academy. I'm not sure if this holds up today. I f- maybe Police Academy has dated itself finally. Oh, yeah, this one of those movies. But the whole that, entire yeah. premise of Police Academy was... It is the year 19... I don't know what year it was. 1985. Yeah. And they're like, the police academy is now accepting anybody. (laughs) You could be any race, any gender. (laughs) And we are now... Any intelligence. Oh, wait, that's still... So it's like, basically the premise for police academy is accepting people who are not white men. Yeah. And now that anyone can get into police academy based on you know, whether it doesn't matter their race or, you know, sexual orientation or gender or um, other kind of prerequisites. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole premise is that like, oh, now black women could be in the police academy and froofy guys and Mexican dudes. and Froofy. Froofy. Interesting choice. <laughs> can, you, can you get to your point? Well, that's kind of like messed up. Like, I don't know. The whole entire point, like, it's, it's they did that so that they can have an underdog police academy. Yeah. And they can have kind of, like, misfits and kind of, like, kind of losers and stuff. And then they work their way up and, um, you know, prove themselves. 
But the whole premise was that, like, it's kind of like um, a racist, sexist premise, isn't it? Uh, by today's standards, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're accepting people who are um, other races and other genders other and than white and male. And it's a huge thing. And, you know, and the, the, that's... And those are like the losers of the world. I mean, they, they, the, they're then main characters, but still, like, that's kind of a, like a, a fucked up premise. This doesn't yeah. <laughs> and fly be, today. And you, honestly, you couldn't make them like just normal dudes unless that was the very comedic purpose of that. But that's more of a slapstick comedy. And so, yeah, it, it's, that's why it's always uh, kind of iffy to judge stuff from a decades ago by today's standards. Because back then, perfectly acceptable because it was on the cutting edge of what really what was going on then yeah yeah i agree with that it, it just didn't yeah, oh yeah feel- just watching it now it's like so yeah that's already how the police is they're ex- they accept if they don't that's unusual that's Very, unusual yeah. and there'll be racist and that's yep yeah you gotta accept <laughs> all of them if they don't they're pretty much like, you know white supremacists <laughs> they're only yes. accepting white men right yes exactly yeah. today by today's standards back then it was like whoa yeah. What, what is huh? Well, it's like when you see airplane and they're like, um, I speak jive, and they have the, those black dudes who speak like just like weird ebonic style slang. Yeah, <laughs> jive. I speak jive. Just hang loose blood. It's like what the fuck? Yeah, like uh, I noticed that um, jive back then sounds nothing like what jive today would sound like. I don't I even think they call it jive anymore. Yeah, it's not even called. <laughs> Or abonics or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's called African American Vernacular English, and it is a recognized uh-huh. dialect of the American English language. I'm saying, if you listen to that now, it sounds nothing like it did no, back it does in the seventies. That's an ever evolving, ever changing uh, language. Yeah. As as is all language. You know what's yeah. another comedy that didn't age well? What's that? Since we're kind of bullshitting into the microphone today. Oh goody! I love this. <laughs> is um. Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> now, it's been a while since I've seen... Oh, yeah, because... Oh, yeah, that wildly... Um, uh, was it? At the, transphobic. At the end, yeah. When he finds out... Well, the first one, <coughs> he finds out he kissed a man. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, that's the first part of it. Endless vomit. He burns all his clothes. <laughs> showers. Scrapes his tongue. Yeah. Plunger on the mouth. Eats, like... Chews on, like, five packs of, like, gum. gum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, plunger on the mouth. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like that's a little overkill. It, it is. Over- <laughs> like, imagine if, like, you know, you're wrestling with dude and you accidentally, like, you know, it's your sport or whatever. Yeah. And you accidentally brush lips on a guy. Yeah, you're not going to, like, jump out of the ring and just, they're both not going to run across the street, oh, you know, and go to their houses. and. Well, by, by um, most martial arts rules, you actually have to say not gay and do three right turns <laughs> that's uh that's that's common practice if you make any sort of homoerotic contact uh-huh. so that's that just to do that at um at any time if that happens in a dojo that that'll that'll go over well just makes me think of the japanese wrestling where it's like the kiss wrestling and it's like how close can you get like are you gonna chicken out you know what i'm talking about have you seen that Oh, yeah, they're doing the chop battle, but instead of chops, it's kisses. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was thinking that's gay chicken, but no, so it's, it's kiss battle. Jesus. Well, yeah. It's uh, kiss chicken. <coughs> and um, it's actually like, it's 
ridiculous. But do you remember how like homophobic we were when we were like in sixth grade when middle oh, yeah. school? We were just like extremely. I don't even want to say the kind of things that we said back then, but well, the vernacular was also different. <laughs> we were just really, really adamant when Uninformed. someone called us when called us someone called us gay or something. We were just like really, really adamant like, about no, no not being gay or like we would use it like when like a guy accidentally touched our hands or something and we were just feeling like assholes yeah and we wanted to make a scene we'd be like he just touched my hand what are you blah 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 well, it's <laughs> immaturity mixed with yeah being uncomfortable with children. your sexuality children uninformed ignorant children who have but, um, never learned anything a day in their lives things have That's changed and uh I think we're all better. I hope but so. that's yeah. th- I think the be- yeah. the worst part was um at the end when he's you know, he's got uh Einhorn or whatever. Yeah, Einhorn I think Finkel is, is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Which one was Finkel? Finkel was the football player. Yeah, Einhorn, and Einhorn is, Einhorn the, is the, the woman. Yeah. When he became a woman. Um so the whole entire police department closes in on this like shipyard or something like that. Yeah. And they're all surrounding him and her and he's like this is not who you think it is. She's a man. Then he tries to pull off, yeah. pull off her hair. Yeah. No. It's like, this is a wig. Like, nope. And then it's not a wig. And then like, oh, yeah? What about this? Would a woman have these? I like, think we're soaping <laughs> our shirt. <laughs> yep. And there are <laughs> boobs there. There's boobs. Ooh. It's like, well, you can't hide Mr. Winky. Big old Mr. Kanish rips off her skirt. He <laughs> rips off her skirt. And then she's... You know, she's got just panties on. He's like, uh. And he's like, then he feels like you know, he fucked up. And he's like, fuck, what did I do? And then Dan Marino <laughs> like, is tied up. And he's yeah. like, get over here. Look, get over here. <laughs> and he calls over Ace Ventura. And he's like, yeah. He's like, what, what? And then he points something out. And he's like, oh. And then his face changes. Like, yeah. he just figured it out. Then he gets all cocky. Yeah. Then he grabs her and turns her around. What was the thing they said he had? What? She had. What was the thing that made... I forget the that bit of that final bit uh, that that the s- there was junk in the back. Yeah, that was in the back of her she panties. Did the Buffalo Bill? Okay, that's the worst. Ca- that's the worst case of tucking. Or yeah, Buffalo so Bill. like the the balls and the penis were like just in the back, all the straight way. up. Yeah, so it was like we're going straight up. It's just ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just want to say, and then that I'm was, glad that I was, never watched this movie ever. That was never the, watched and, it. And you know, the, that was supposed to be like the big. Heroic clencher scene where like, see, okay, he's a good detective. He figured this. Oh, that yeah. was the climax. That too. was. Oh yeah, that was a. Cli- that wasn't even like a mid movie thing. That was like the actual ending where. Yep. The, that was like Sherlock Holmes figuring oh, everything yeah. out. <laughs> oh, oh, that man. was good, and that got a sequel. <laughs> it did. A rare uh, Jim Carrey God, sequel. Rare Jim Carrey. And I don't think that was any better because he like goes to that um, African tribe and. Um, it was that scene where it's like a montage where he's trying to like be the top dog in the tribe. Yeah. And it's just like, it's all these African stereotypes, stereotypes yeah. <laughs> throughout the whole thing where like he, someone pulls out someone's heart and then he pulls out someone's penis and stuff. It's just, he like pops out a baby. <laughs> he's like, pops out a baby and they catch it like a football. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I never saw that, and I never saw any Ace Ventura, and I'm well, honestly glad that I didn't because all of this sounds like things that I would have sat there and watched and been 
and fumed. really not. No, I would have been like, this is not funny. In the 90s, it, uh, it was funny. I, that ending scene, though, as a kid, I didn't really get it. Or yeah, I mean, it. as a kid, I, that's why I don't remember it, because the last time I saw it, I think I was a kid. And yeah. I don't re- I don't I did not remember what exactly. I, the thing I looked was. it up recently. So. Ah, yeah. <laughs> what? I wanted wow. to see. What the, I wanted to see what the hubbub was about. But uh, oh, you get, would you also look up Song of the South? Disney won't even put that on their. I like that streaming platform. It's a great song. Say what you will. They make a good song. What a wonderful day. Oh yeah, that's a good song. It's a good song. And it's at Disneyland actually. If you go to Critter Country, they have parts of Song of the South. Nice. The good parts. The, the good, yeah, the good parts. I'm not sure if they still have that. We haven't been there in a while. No, I yeah, think well, they. I think they still do. Well, yeah. Well, those things that didn't age well is that was that uh, Fallon, that Jimmy Fallon, like a uh, impersonating the Chris Rock. The blackface sketch. Well, I, I I draw a difference between Wait, Jimmy Fallon impersonating. Yeah, Chris I, uh, I yeah. I I draw a line between impersonating black peop- a black person and impersonating your black friend for a comedy skit. I don't really think you can or should draw a line of distinction there's one thing about imitating like a person's character and behavior but there's it's different when you actually like put a color on your face to make yourself look more like them in that way rather like do the facial expressions do the body characteristics and movements make their jokes, talk in the same voice that they do or whatever. But to put on something that you can then take off and you don't have to live in that experience. That's the problem. I agree. Yeah. That's why it was blackface a, isn't okay. It was a, so yeah, I see what you're saying where before it was just any black person. Yeah. It, but then it came when we got closer to this time, it was specific people. Yeah. But I feel like the, even that now, is crossing the line still i mean we were trying we were trying to keep it light today yeah (laughs) but i mean blackface goes back to the minstrel shows where it was a white person who put on like buck teeth and painted their faces black and danced around like a fucking weirdo and that that just fed a lot of racist tropes you had all the movies where they had the the white dude painted up to be a black man. He was attacking the white lady. And, you know, there's just, there's a lot of history connected to that. And, you know, then there's the fact that you can take the paint off and go back to being, you know, your own person. But it's not like this other person can take off their skin color and be different. They have to live like that. So you just get to make fun of them. And that's why it's not okay. What was the Chris Rock joke? He did this routine where he was like, um, you you can only make fun of people. Punch who, up rather than punch who down. Who have more than you. <laughs> punch up. Mm. So like you're allowed, you're like tall people can't make fun of short people, but short people can make fun of tall people because <laughs> they have more. <laughs> Like, yeah. rich people can't really make fun of poor people, but poor people can make fun of rich people. I just want to say that in my family, we all make fun of my uncle because he's the shortest one out of all of us. And it's still funny. So I think that's an okay thing still, to punch it's down. It's still kind of punching down, though. 
like fat, like if you're fat, like you can make fun of skinny people, but skinny people can't really make fun of fat people. That I think that's like, a, I that think that's a, a rule of thumb. <laughs> Personally, I, I say that's a rule of thumb for <clears throat> guiding like how not to say offensive jokes. If you're good, you can make fun of anybody. Yeah. I mean, it all comes down to what is cruelty and what is not cruelty. So, I mean, you can you can be in theory punching up and still being incredibly cruel, and it's not really okay. But generally, punching up tends to be kind of the sweet spot. Yeah. And I, I was more of the thing. That's why Eddie that Murphy could do whiteface yeah. in that one. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I was more of the mind that and Dave Chappelle that that wasn't a, that <laughs> that it wasn't a minstrel show, and that at that point we had advanced to the point where we could differentiate between the minstrel show and you making fun of a celebrity. Yeah, you still there's there's it's still punching down. Well, I think I think um, Well, come on, this is Chris Rock. So you're not really punching down. He's a famous but actor he's and comedian. Black and Jimmy Fallon is white. There's I think, a disparate I think what's happened perspectives now and experiences. I don't know. I don't know what happened between when was that 2000 or something around then yeah, it was about 20 years ago and <laughs> it, it took it they, no one no one had a problem with it at the time yeah and it's so i what i've what i've been hearing is people are saying yeah jimmy fallon fucked up but snl should have fucking known better well i don't think anyone knew better back then yes they did i don't think so i think they that they did i don't i i really think that our politics today are like a very unique to the past 10 to five years. I think it's all really changed really quick. And I think what we saw happening is, um, I don't know. It was like, so back in the minstrel times or whatever in the 1800s, Jim Crow, Jim Crow times. That was, I think we would all consider that racist, right? Yeah. Putting on blackface and, using black people as like a character, right? Using, yeah, uh, using a black, just black it's people like a as a punchline. But now, anything that kind of reminds us of that, we don't even want to like think about anymore. Yeah. Or look at, or anything that kind of like draws that comparison or something like that is kind of almost seen as like a, I don't know. Like you're you're perpetuating a system. I would argue that, that part of that's correct. That that allows kind of like us to kind of laugh, jump into this world for a second and laugh, and then, um, you know, go about the rest of our lives where some people don't leave that world. <laughs> There's you know they're always going to be in that world. But the whole thing is, Jimmy Fallon gets to go back to being white. Chris Rock is still black. Chris Rock still experiences. I I see. Yeah, uh, I, f- I feel like at some point we're something gonna, We're gonna word it differently than that in, in the future. But yeah, that's basically what it is. And that's 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 why you imitate the what about general person <coughs> that they are, and not what about this when Key and Peele color that all the different races on their show. Yeah. Like they would do like Mexican people and like Indian people and stuff. Yeah. Because they have like the complexion for it. Now is that kind of racist? Like, well, again, if you, but 
I don't know that I can Keegan speak Michael Key as to whether or not that is. From a comedic perspective, they're just making fun of tropes. So I, <laughs> if, you're, if you're just using that for like ribbing, not a big deal. See, I wonder if in the future that will be seen as racist. It might and, be. And uh, this is like the Dave Chappelle um, race draft. Do you remember that? Yes, skit? I do. That was, that, <laughs> that was a, that good, was a good one. That was a good skit. <laughs> Where they were like trying to see who was like who's on the blacks and who got <laughs> who got to go to the whites and stuff. It's like we got Colin Powell. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, I'm thinking like so in my mind. So if it's if if we're arguing punching up, I don't think this is gonna go all super racial real quick. All right, let's get it all out of let's get it out. All right, let's do it. I'll if just we had be to sitting rank, over here quarterbacking this and letting you know. If we had to rank the, the races, according to Samantha, white people are on top. Are the best, right? I'm not Okay. <laughs> not the best. Inherent privilege. Not on top. <laughs> Inherent privilege. Are morally superior. Okay. That's uh you're right. I thank you for that. Not morally you know, like um they're just on top. And then who's under who's directly under white people? Is it Asians? Is it blacks or is it Mexicans? Who's number two? Who has the most well, privilege? Yeah, that depends. Like uh So okay, here's here from my research that I've been doing lately. White people tend to hold the most privileged place. Oh shit! There's an actual rank. Yeah, <laughs> I was just joking. Well, of course, no, there's, there's <laughs> someone ranked it. There's it's it's a legit. It's not like I was just kind of like it's not ranking. Around. It's an ex- it's like an examination of of societal perspectives or societal viewpoints. White people tend to have the most privilege. Black people tend to have the least, and. Asians and Hispanics or Latinos tend to kind of sort of fluctuate in between. I mean, I mean, obviously there's other ethnicities, you know, you have Native Americans in there as well and, you know, et cetera, but... Pacific um, Islander. Yes. Um, also other. So, so it's, it's <laughs> slash other. But generally there's kind of a fluctuation in the middle. Uh, you know, you have that sort of... Um, what do they call it? The it's not the perfect Asian. It's the comp- there's some terminology for like like the Asian that behaves. Um, but then you know when you have things like coronavirus and everyone's like, oh no, everyone they're all responsible anyway. Um, but <laughs> generally, society's perspectives are that white people have the most privilege, are the most right or as you said, superior. Black people tend to have the least and are seen as the most inferior. And then there's kind of a fluctuation in the middle. So, Key and Peele can make fun of everybody. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. I guess. <laughs> well, I think it's more complicated because when you, you know, on average, Asian families do better than white families to the point where they have to like make it harder for them to get into college. Yeah, they do better on tests than white people for some reason. And financially, well, I mean, they do kind better. of have to work harder and be better. You know, after we 
brought a bunch of Asian people over here to build a railroad, and then we sent them back. And well, then, current day, they have to do know. better because we're making it harder for them to get into colleges. Well, I, I, I just want to say that um, I don't believe in that ranking system. I'm glad that you don't. But there <laughs> are many people who do. Well, okay. Anyway, so <laughs> that's, I feel like that's, that's heavy enough. Um, okay, so you know we're we're going through some tough times in this country right now, and you know it. Hopefully, all of us will come out on the other side in a better, more just world. Let's see. I could have sworn. I could have sworn blacks were right under white people because of Kanye West. I feel like Kanye West is like. He does. He does. Um, he does it very superior. Oh yeah, he he raises the curve. He claims to be God. He's a he's a basically. genius. No, he's a genius. He's I don't artist. know that he's a genius. Okay, he's they've got just Michael very Jordan. Cocksure. They've got Michael Jordan. We, Mexi- <laughs> Mexicans don't got a Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. We don't got a Michael Jackson. Nobody has a Michael Jordan. Like Michael Jordan is like. I mean, I really hope that we don't ever hear anything bad come out about that man because, like, he is a gem. We have Ricky Martin. Well, I mean, some bad stuff has come out. Um, have you seen Steel? Have you seen Shazam or Kazam? Wait, he's not in those. Wait, is that Michael Jordan? No, oh, Shaq. 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 Shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? Space Jam. Space Jam. Space Jam. Has Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. <laughs> he is a wonderful human being, and he wants you to buy Fruit Hanes, Fruit of the Loom. Oh, yeah, with their, with their no baconing. Um, uh, shirts. He's a lovely man. He's anyway. a nice man. So wait, Shaquille O'Neal was Steve. God, those movies are so long ago. I haven't seen those since I was kids either. Was a kid either. What? Um, Steel the, the the live action one or uh, or uh, Kazam. Kazam. Do they still consider Michael Jordan to be the greatest basketball player of all time, or has that kind of been eclipsed by, like Kobe and LeBron, um, or do they sort of people still <laughs> hold? Michael Jordan is like. I think stats wise, I think golden. LeBron. I think Le. No, I don't know about basketball, but I think statistic wise, um, LeBron may have outshined Michael Jordan, in some some capacity. Yeah. So I think he might be like a better athlete. I don't know. But Michael Jordan is still the golden standard. Michael Jordan was kind of like. Um, very, he brought like basketball and the NBA into the light limelight and stuff, mm-hmm. and he made it like a big kind of like spectacle so he was kind of like the the main character of basketball for a while so it was like him who brought like so it depends on what you consider like great like like hulk hogan he made wrestling and wwf like a more mainstream more mainstream thing and he, michael jordan was kind of like the hulk hogan of basketball mm-hmm. or like conor mcgregor and uh holly home or not uh, <coughs> holmes uh who was the the one who became a wrestler, uh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, yeah. She was like for women's UFC. She's yeah. like the one. And McGregor kind of, for, uh, yeah. for uh, and a little bit of uh, Chuck Liddell. for Chuck Liddell, yeah, and Conor McGregor. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, ESPN did a ranking, and they still say Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. Oh. Well, good for him. And the greatest uh, actor in a Warner Brothers Live action slash animated. Uh, yeah, if you, if you want to feel peak in the 90s nostalgia, look no further than Space Jam. Oh, yeah, that was the, that was, <laughs> that was, that was like slathered in 90s. If 90s was mayonnaise, 
<laughs> that would be a, whole, a big dollop. It'd be like eating a tuna fish sandwich full of full of nineties. Even like I didn't even like watch or care for basketball as a kid, but even I wanted to play NBA Jam for some reason. After I wanted that, to have that, yeah. I wanted to have NBA Jam. Oh yeah. And I, I just wanted to play that game, and I thought it was a really fun game. I never played basketball games, honestly. I was never into sports games at all. Well, for some reason, that was the only sports game that, like, we were all into. Yeah. I don't know why, but, like, for some reason, NBA Jam, because, like, you could do the big head mode, and, like, you can do the things where, like, the ball's on fire. And oh, you yeah, those, crazy those shit. look good. And, and then they, they, you'd jump up, and all the cameras would flash. <laughs> yeah. And the guy would say, boom, shakalaka. <laughs> so now I just want to read this list of who ESPN ranks as their top 10 because like I'm actually really kind of excited about this list. Michael Jordan is number one. Who do you think number two is? LeBron. It is LeBron. So it would be Hulk Hogan, John Cena. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Number three is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Which is legit. Wasn't he on the airplane? (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Number four is Bill Russell. Never heard of him. Number five is Magic Johnson. He had a Magic Johnson. He had a very Magic. Number a little s- too Magic. Number yeah, too six much. is Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> Got a little too much trouble there, did Magic Johnson. Number yeah. seven is Larry Bird. Uh, number eight is Tim Duncan. When is Shaq going to appear on this list? Number nine is Kobe. Well, those movies really uh, took Who do you him think number there. 10 is? Shaq. Shaq. Yep. See, he would be higher if he didn't do those movies. Yeah, probably. They said, "Listen, we we love you. We love you in in the sport, but um, listen, we 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 saw steel." And he usurped um, Papa John and took his. <laughs> oh, Wait, I said that Michael Jordan was doing the Hanes and Fruit of the Limits Shack. That's doing that. See, we're, see, we we are getting our <sighs> sponsors slash athletes slash actors wrong tonight. Okay, so oh, uh, dude, we were talking about because we were talking about Kazam. Yeah, and um, Shazam. A lot of people think there's a movie called Shazam starring Sinbad. Yeah. As a genie. That's the Mandela effect. Yeah. And I think I recently had a Mandela effect where I thought, um, have you heard of the movie The Illusionist? Yes, I have. Well, apparently there's... Hey, we were talking about that with Anthony earlier. Apparently I thought that, that there was a movie called The Illusionist, I presume, I think, or Prestige, and it starred Hugh Jackman and... um Edward I, Norton. God, yeah, I, I get I get that feeling that that sounds right to me. Yeah, like it sounds like there was a movie starring Edward Norton and Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, and Hugh Jackman. And they were together in they this were, movie. They're probably wearing black suits. And, and they were both like rivaling magicians. Yeah, or something like that. In like the 1800s. God damn it, now I'm... And I found out what? that the prestige was the one with... Hugh Jackman yeah. and the illusionist had Edward Norton and they were never in the same movie. Oh, so that's why there's some, some blurring crossover. So I feel like that might be a Mandela effect. That that's that's a little bit of a Mandela effect. I think that's a Sam, would you say that's a Mandela? It's not maybe not one that affects you, but No, it's not. We're I'm not affected by Are it. they the Berenstein Bears or the Berenstein Bears? Berenstein. Berenstein, that sounds wrong. I don't. I don't. Well, like I mean that. that I'm enunciating I, for spelling purposes. But it is Berenstain. Berenstain. Okay. They're they're not Jewish. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Well, I think Stain is actually a Jewish. Like I know Stein. Part of name. I guess there's also the Stains too. Steins, Stains, and Steens. You know that that makes Stains sense. are the less kind of like known. Oh. Jewish name. Okay. Well, uh, I have. I mean, we have like a racially charged episode. Yes, we are. <laughs> 
it's Listen, we, these are good discussions, you know, we're potentially Jewish bears. Yeah, this is this is a very good discussion. I think that hey, race draft that Dave Chappelle did was still the, one of the funniest. That's not really good. Between the three of us, there's half of a full Jewish person, okay? Whoa. Because Spike and I are both a quarter. Yeah, I found out I might have some Irish. Interesting. Yeah. Not surprising. How dare you? You do like potatoes. I do like potatoes. Bastard. Whether, whether, whether they're in Irish solid form, bastard. whether they're mushed, or whether they're fermented. Give me, give me some of that. Fermented potatoes? Yeah, you, you can make potato vodka. Oh, it's all, it's all sugar. I, okay, I understand. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to say, like, I've, I've noticed there's some risk in, involved in uh, having this Apple Watch. Because I linked it to... You were taking a bath and you got electrocuted. Uh, I wish. No, but this actually is a pool uh, enabled. <laughs> you wish. No, he probably had the sound all the way up on his watch and he accidentally connected his phone. To porn. To close, yep, close, yep. close. Mm-hmm. Um, I, exactly I got I a going. Twitter notification from that. The first one I ever got was for some like porn chick I follow. And it was just a little thumbnail of, of her doing a sexy pose naked. And I was at work. Very inappropriate. Did you really have to put your watch down yeah, on just, your leg? I was just like, I just slapped my wrist. I looked at it. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> slapped my hand over it. I was like, how do I get this out of here? It's like, I didn't want so this. So it gives you images when you get notifications? Yeah, some, it'll get little thumbnails. So like if there's a YouTube video. Yeah, that sucks. So. Guys. Yeah. I have breaking news. Okay. Carol Baskin granted control of Joe Exotic's former zoo as Jeff Lowe has 120 days to vacate property. Wow. Holy God, fuck. this is that that, that is a never the she's fuck? the tiger queen. There's a never ending flow <laughs> of gosh, they're like uh, bullshit like, coming out of there. They're like um This is the sort of stuff that's being hidden this is of hidden by hidden by all this drama is there there are real issues in the tiger <laughs> community <laughs> that we are not privy to. Baskin and her corporation have been granted control of the Oklahoma Zoo property by a judge who found that the property was fraudulently transferred to Maldonado Passage's mother years ago. Lowe has 120 days to vacate the premises, including all of his animals currently residing there. Gosh, it's like, these aren't tiger people. They're like feudal kings and right. shit, trying to take over each other's land and God, dynasties. This and is like Darth Vader taking over Voldemort's <laughs> domain. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're like, I will seize your kingdom. All your tigers are mine. All yeah, your like, people are mine. Which terrible person is winning? It's like, it's like Game of Thrones. We, <laughs> we, so much of it is just terrible people doing terrible things to other terrible people. Holy Carol? shit, though. Carol right. Baskin's going to win. Hey, check. Carol check. Baskin is one twenty twenty. This is fucking annoying. Just check. Hey, check under the septic tank. That's all I got to say. <laughs> check under that bitch. Fucking Carol Baskin. She killed, she killed her husband. Them to tigers, or buried them under. A, which did I say first? Septic tank. Yeah. There's also the meat grinder fed theory. Him, fed them to the septic meat grinder tiger. Yeah. And um, there's also the theory where um, he just crashed and he, just know, cra- he might. Have she wants people to think that he crashed in the Atlantic. So that's probably not true. That's probably yeah. The, the one sh- the story she's saying I'm gonna say is probably not true. <laughs> like no, this totally happens. Like nah, I don't think so. Okay, um, listen, we are at 43 minutes. So, what I'm going to do is push this button. With oh. the, ter- per- the, with the oh. Carol Baskin news. 
Didn't you give him new music to send yeah, I us out? Yeah, I didn't give. Well, some th- new this music. is this is the new music I've got. So which, which wait? I sent you some newer music. When, where, how? Looking uh, over Facebook. Yeah, Best Facebook. Tr- okay, hang on. Let gave me. You two possible choices. It's YouTube videos. Okay, okay. Over the. Hang on. Let me find. Okay, wait. He gave you open source music. Okay, so hang on, hang on. Hang on. It's, it's just under. Is it under the, the our group, or yeah. is it? A, okay, hang on. How long ago? Oh, here, here we go. Um. Let's let's see what this one is like. Tap to unmute. This is this is open source and this does feel classic. Okay, let's try the other one. Let's see, come on. Dead air is the worst thing ever in the universe. Wait, is this still recording? Yes. <laughs> okay, I, I this one feels more modern, but I like the other one better because it feels like uh, old 70s intermission music. See, this one now feels way too modern. I, I, okay, what, what, what do you guys think? New or old? Hmm? Wait, play the, f- play the, first, the first, first song again? Okay, here we go. Loading up. Are they technically the same song? They're not the same song. They're, they're feel-alikes, I think. Yeah, they're feel-alikes. They're kind of like, they kind of have the feel of the, the song that we've been using. Yeah. They're open, they're open so, so, yeah, if we ever put this on YouTube, like, on the, re- on the regular, we won't get flagged. Well, you know, let's just go with this one. Okay, let's go. We'll upgrade to the other one. Later. Okay. Well, that being said, <laughs> in these dark times, I'm your host, Spike. I'm Samantha. I'm Victor. Uh, stay safe out there. And have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Transmit Podcast. Black Lives Matter.